Welcome to the Donaghclody Parish Podcast. We're an Anglican Evangelical Church committed to glorifying God, preaching the gospel, and making disciples. Our current evening series is from First Kings. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. I will bless you for the privilege which you have granted unto us to sit together, to learn together from your word. Grant us understanding and bless us as we seek to know more about you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. A man and a woman visited the dentist one day because the man has been having problems with his teeth. The dentist said to the man, I'm afraid we have to remove one of your teeth. The woman panicked and she said, which of his teeth would you like to, do you want to remove? The dentist said, I'm afraid it's the wisdom teeth. The woman said, now this is going to be a problem because all this time it has always been foolish. If you remove his wisdom teeth, this may give us more problem living together. Well, this evening, we're going to consider the wisdom of the king. A king that I believe knows what is wisdom and how valuable he needs it. In 1st King chapter 3 verse 4, we read about Solomon, the king who succeeded David, who was his father. But in our previous study, we studied how Solomon succeeded David, the king, and how he dealt wisely when he was acting in decision about Adonijah, his brother, who had requested to marry Abishag. He dealt wisely with that request. But at the start of chapter 3, we read tonight that the king was foolish when he made a big mistake. See with me in verse 1 of chapter 3. The Bible says Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and married his daughter. He brought her to the city of David until he finished his palace and the temple of the Lord and the wall around Jerusalem. In his time, marrying from another country may be a wise decision because you need to forge relationships with other countries for your kingdom to be stronger. It helps you in terms of defense as well. But the decision that Solomon took at this time is counted foolish because Solomon has broken the law of God. As we find in Deuteronomy chapter 7 from verse 1 to verse 4. The Lord had instructed that the children of Israel should not intermarry with people from other nations. Why? Because the Bible says in verse 4, For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. 
And as we will see later in our story, Solomon actually married from different nations. And this led him to serve other gods. It made him even more foolish. We all make mistakes in life. And sometimes what seems good to us may actually be very, very foolish. When we think we are acting wisely by taking our own decision, by walking in our own way that goes against the will of God, it is always things that make us even more foolish. Because going our way, most times, leads to destruction. And as we consider this, I go straight to the first point of my sermon tonight, which comes in the form of a question. What is wisdom? What is wisdom? Wisdom is walking in the way of the Lord. See with me how Solomon later on described wisdom in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. It said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. In that same chapter of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, earlier in verse 1 to 6, the writer of Proverbs, who is Solomon himself, explained what wisdom can do. Solomon, the son of David, explains that the purpose and theme of this proverb is for attaining wisdom and discipline, for understanding words of insight, for acquiring a disciplined and prudent life, doing what is right and just and fair. Therefore, it was not surprising to see the young king asking for the right thing, as we read in chapter 3, from verse 6 to verse 9. Solomon in his dream saw a vision. And the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, verse 5. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. And what did he ask for? He said in verse 7, Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the peoples you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count on number. So, give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. What a good thing to ask from the Lord. Solomon knows that he needs the help of God and he called unto the Lord, the high king of heaven, who can help him. He asked for the right thing. Many times we desire things that will lead into destruction. Many times we go our own way. Many times we look differently when we need to focus on the Lord. David, the father of Solomon, wrote in one of his Psalms. He said, 
I will lift up my eyes to the ears. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He knows that doing things his own way or looking wrongly will lead him astray. But rather for all things, he looks unto the Lord. Same thing is what Solomon did. He turns to the Lord. He knows that for him to rule, it means the wisdom of God. Solomon humbled himself and asked for wisdom from the Lord, and the Lord granted his request. Wisdom is walking in the way of the Lord. And after knowing what wisdom is, Solomon displayed the wisdom of God when he took a wise ruling, a wise decision, as we can see in verse 16 to verse 28. Solomon was confronted with a decision of who owns a child between two prostitutes. This is a tough decision to make. But as we can see in his approach and judgment, by the wisdom of God, he made the right decision. God's gift of wisdom is concerned with moral and accurate judgment. God's gift of wisdom is concerned with moral and accurate judgment. We see this in the judgment of Solomon. And I am sure in our everyday life, we all need this kind of wisdom. Also, God's gift of wisdom extends to the ordering of life and affairs, which leads me to my second point, the benefits of wisdom. If you ask me, am I the most organized person on earth? I, I don't know. I don't know about you, how well you are organized. But it will be great if we are all organized in life. Wisdom is needed for an efficient and orderly structure that keeps chaos and waste from ruining life. I believe I need such wisdom of God. And we can see this in chapter 4. The benefits of wisdom as applied by Solomon. He ruled over Israel. Remember, he said earlier in chapter 3, this is a great nation. It's people, a great people, too numerous to count or number. But as a little child, with the wisdom of God, he was able to rule over Israel. And to do this, what Solomon did, as we see in chapter 4, is that he had 12 district governors over all Israel who supplied provisions for the king and his royal household. Those governors take charge of some duties in the country. The good structure that Solomon put in place did not only benefit the royal family, but the entire country. See with me in verse 20 of chapter 4. 
The Bible says the people of Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They ate, they drank, and they were happy. They ate, they drank, and they were happy. We see from this chapter, some of the benefits of God's wisdom is that it brings joy. It brings satisfaction. It brings happiness and blessings, not only to Israel, but to other nations as well. This is the fulfillment of what God promised in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 5 to 8. The promise, the promise of God that other nations who we hear about these things that is happening in Israel shall say, surely this great nation is wise and understanding people. All these good things happened to this nation Israel because they have their God near to them. Remember, wisdom is the fear of God, is walking in the way of God. And when we have God near to us, we will have and enjoy the benefits of wisdom, which brings joy, satisfaction, happiness, and blessings to us. This brings my two points together. Wisdom is walking in the way of the Lord. And when we have God's wisdom, when we walk in God's way, we will be blessed with numerous benefits of wisdom. But tonight, as we conclude our study, it is obvious that Solomon points beyond himself while considering the promise of wisdom. Solomon points towards the promised king, the Messiah, Jesus he is the king that his kingdom will bring prosperity to all nations. So apart from what we read in chapter 4, when Solomon's kingdom, which he has built by setting in place different people, governors to rule over the country, has granted provisions and wealth to him and to his nation. We see that Jesus' kingdom will bring prosperity to all nations. All we have seen in 1st King chapter 3 and 4 is only a picture of the promised king. In 1st Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24, the Bible says, but to those who God has called, both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So to answer my first sermon point question, the answer of who, I mean, what is wisdom is found in the Bible. Jesus is the wisdom of God. He is the one talked about by the prophet in Micah chapter 4, verse 1 to 5 is the one talked about by the prophet when he said in the last days the mountain of the lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains it will be exalted above the hills and the people will stream to it 
The prophet said, Many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountains of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The Lord will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And see what he said about the king. He said, He will judge between many peoples. And we settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. For the Lord Almighty has spoken. This points to the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, but we will walk in the name of the Lord, our God, forever and ever. Everything we have been discussing tonight is found in Jesus Christ. It is the wisdom of God. And tonight, will you turn your eyes upon Jesus? He is the wisdom of God. He is all that we need at all times. In our situation, will you walk in his ways and do his will so that you may enjoy all the benefits of Christ, the wisdom of God, which gives satisfaction? Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you because you have shown us today that you are the wisdom of God. And truly we need you. Solomon asked for wisdom. We ask, O oh Lord, for you today. Thank you for listening to this Donnacony Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnacony Parish, please check out our website, www.donnacony, D-O-N-A-G-H, C-L-O-N-E-Y-P-A-R-I-S-H dot co dot UK or find us on social media.